This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to a funny feeling podcast. I'm Betsy Sadaro. And I'm Marcy Jaro. This is a podcast where comedians tell us their paranormal experiences and we listen to yours as well. Oh, yeah. And if you have one of these paranormal experiences that you want to share with us, please email it to us at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com. Now get cozy and prepare yourself to be scared silly. This is a funny feeling podcast. Betsy, Marcy, man, this year <laughs> that is a good sound. That was a Betsy. So far this year, twenty twenty two, everything is back good into normal. Everything is good and normal. <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, we really lucked up that the midnight struck and everything's good. <laughs> and everything's fine. Everything's fine. I haven't seen multiple restaurants close because everybody's sick. And, uh, I haven't seen that. I haven't done that. It's fine. And now I am curious because we have so many listeners from all, all over the country slash world. California has been like slammed. I think California and New York have gotten slammed hard. And yeah historically in this pandemic we've seen how the waves work yep. so maybe when you're hearing this you're like oh yeah i guess it is getting bad right so it's like a ripple effect out from us it's a tsunami it coming, really guys. Is like it, shit goes down in new york and then goes down here pretty quickly after yeah and then yeah a big old ripple Big old big ripple. Big old ripple. Uh, but almost everyone we know, we've known a lot of people to get COVID. They, most yes. of them have been, almost all of the ones we know, I would say everyone we know, has been vaccinated. Some of them boosted. Mm-hmm. So they did get it, but not. no one got very, very, very sick. Yeah, a lot of people are like mild, mild symptoms. Yeah. If he, or like one day of feeling pretty lousy, but then like... I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, so hopefully it won't be so bad. You know, we're we're having fun. Uh <laughs> we were just talking speaking of things being just despair. We were talking about the show Yellow Jackets before we hopped on. Yes. I Marcy had talked to me about it la- like last time we recorded and Gailey and I started watching it last night and it is awesome. It's fun. <laughs> It's wild. It's nasty. Get ready. Like, there's some nasty parts. There's some gore, a bit of gore. It Like, I, there's bone through skin. Yes. The heads up. Yes. <laughs> I mean, Which but that, if you, that was a basketball injury. Uh, remember <sighs> that basketball injury? Ah, ah. No, I don't want to. I don't want to. Don't, don't want to. You don't need to. But it's, yeah, it's, it can be, it's, I guess it would be categorized as sci fi horror suspense genre. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Thriller, suspense. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. If you guys if haven't you're checked it out, for something. it's on Showtime. Honestly, good for Showtime because I feel like they haven't had their head in the game in the past couple of years when it comes to like talk like water Big cooler shows. type. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, the first episode was free on Amazon and and then we're like, oh, it's on Showtime, okay. But we did the like, you pay a dollar for like your first month of subscription. So hey, after this season, I'm canceling. You know what? Unless you're like, wait, there's other good. Sh- you never know. They could have other good programming. I know, but I have so many of I these know. damn things. I know. I, it's I, tough. Z Way show is on there, and I I watch that as good. Um, oh, I, yeah, I gotta watch that. But Yellow Jackets, it's a, you know, especially if you're, I think if you were to hop on now and binge it, you could just get that one month free or one month for a dollar or two dollars and then head on out, baby. And then roll on out. It's, it's, a, it's rad. It's, it's really, it's, it's fun. star studded. Uh-huh. You watch it just going, what? 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 <laughs> the whole time. It's a blast. Yeah. I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, you had nightmares all night about it. I huh? did. I had, <laughs> well, pretty calm dreams, but all of them were very yellow jackety. <laughs> it was weird. It was oh. strange. It, oh, we didn't even say what it was about. It's like this, it's, oh. it's set in two timelines, current day and then 96. No. Yes. Yes. And it's a high school elite high school all girls soccer team and all girls of course whatever and they are you know going to a championship and there's a plane crash and that's and so it it becomes a bit uh, yeah a survivor kind of uh show and then the people and then you see the people who have survived and like there's a mystery kind of yeah it's really fun it's It's fun fun. uh okay so if you're looking for something to binge we got you check it out it's so good i'm like spooky too it's very spooky yes it's got some eerie stuff i'm like hard up for new content right now oh yeah like i like need need new stuff you know what i just started watching for the first time ever and i'm having a blast as well what buffy the vampire (gasps) slayer it's so good if it's so good it's so 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 good it's and it remains like consistently even through big changes in the series it's still really good i'm so i'm having such a ball every episode is like a fun uh darker like are you afraid of the dark yeah like every every episode is kind of like a mini really fun goofy horror movie it does at points though get genuinely tragically sad uh, you know oh, there's some yeah. there's some moments that are uh, and yeah also the, the oh, yeah. i love the theme music oh it's so good it's love so spike good. so much who's spike oh you're just starting never mind oh <laughs> yeah you're just... in a very early season okay oh i'm yeah truly just started like, oh okay so there's one episode where her friend Xander gets possessed by a hyena. I remember the hyena. Yes, they go on a school field trip. 
It is so good. It's truly every episode. I'm just like, whoa. And there's like fun special effects. There's fun monsters. It rules. One of I, I think one of my favorite episodes is way later in the series where they just do an all musical episode. And you're like, that sounds crazy, but they can make it work. That's awesome. Riverdale does that. Oh, really? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, if you haven't seen Buffy, guys, I think it's a fun one to go back. It's all on Hulu. I've been having a ball. Obsessed with Willow. Obsessed with... Willow. I don't know. Does Seth Green start in the... Is he in the first episodes? No. Okay. But I saw that he was in it. Like, I was looking at IMDb and I was like, Seth Green? I won't tell you anything about it because everything is a fun discovery. Ooh! Okay, I'm so pumped. I'm um, so pumped. But enough about television. I mean, okay, so let's let's talk about our own spooky stuff. We got some emails. Yeah, we do. I have one pulled up. Do give it, to... give it to me. Give it to you. Okay, this one is titled "Was My Friend Trying to Take Me to the Beyond with Him?" Ooh. Whoa. Okay, here we go. Hello, ladies. Love the pod. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then a smiley face. (laughs) Thank you. Several years ago, one of my neighbors and friends, whoa, one of my neighbors and friend was murdered (gasps) while trying to protect his brother. Oh, my God. Obviously, everyone who knew him was devastated by his passing. Days after he passed, my mom said she was thinking of him when the living room door suddenly closed on its own. She was startled by the the event, but that could have been a coincidence. However, I had several dreams of him after his passing. He was always dressed in white and always asked me to go with him. (gasps) Oh, We were always in different places doing different things, but his clothes never changed. The last dream I had, he was practically begging me to go with him. <gasps> a limousine, a white, was waiting for us. I told him I had to tell my mom, but he kept pushing me to go. He was so persistent that I finally agreed to go with him. However, just as I was getting to leave, I felt a sudden urge to say goodbye to my mom and ran (gasps) inside our house. I was gone for a few seconds, but when I came back to meet him, he was gone. That was the last dream I ever had of him. When I told my mom, she said I should never leave with someone who has already passed as it might be a sign that something might happen to me as well. Whoa. I had that dream over 10 years ago, yet I still remember it vividly. Any thoughts, Marcy? (laughs) Anyways, thank you for reading my long email. Love you, ladies, and keep up the awesome work. Love, Maria. Wow. Marcy, what are your thoughts? I have so many chills, Betsy. I did too. My head is just pins, pins and needles, pins and needles. Uh, so many chills. I think your mom is right. I know. I do too. Especially that thing of like leaving or or the dream ending, where yes. it was just kind of like I have to go say goodbye to my mom. Oh, I feel like in that particular instance that maybe your mom's like spirit essence whatever though she's not past like pulled her back wow that mom power dude yeah yeah oh my gosh i i agree if someone 
wants you to go with them. This is in life, in dreams, anywhere. Someone says, come with me somewhere, and you say no, and they keep persisting. No, 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 no. But what if they then get a limo, Marcy? (laughs) White or black? White. Okay. And it is long. But it is from 1987. Oh, yeah. It's got one of those big old, like, boomerangs on the back. Oh, yeah. You want to watch network television in this? What were those for? Were those for, like, cell phones? I think so. I think they were, like, like, uh, some some sort of antenna, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, But I do think that is really scary. I don't understand why a friend of yours would try to do that. It almost makes me think that it wasn't the friend at all. Marcy, I was kind of thinking that as you started talking, I was like, what if it was something else disguised as friend? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't like it. I yeah, I don't have. I mean, my initial thoughts are just that mom mom astral projected or mom was the one sending like the esp signals in the dream to like get out of there and yeah even if it's just kind of a real life of like getting those vibes from mom while not sleeping you know what i'm saying of just kind of like i don't know or you know about life situations like that could yeah I I know I've told you this before, but I was robbed at gunpoint at one point and mm. years ago uh, by teenage girls. It felt less scary, but it was a real gun. And I was in the moment, like time v- slowed down, and I was like thinking, like it was yeah. interesting how my brain processed in in what felt like real time, but it must have been slowed down. So, but I could right. I could think through stuff, and I just remember thinking because I was like, I'm gonna what if I just push them and like run. And then I remember thinking, mom will be so mad at me if I get shot. Yeah. Even if yeah. like, even if it just like, I don't get like, you know, mortally wounded, she will right. be so mad. And so that's why I just like, Marcy, you got shot. Marcy, just give him your stupid forever Marcy. 21 purse. It's just, from- I feel my parents were always like, give them whatever they want. Oh Yeah don't even try to do anything oh yeah okay yeah 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 i think i was just like so poor that i was like no i can't yeah i I can't even afford to change my license don't Uh, oh no you'll figure it out i promise yeah this is really fucking scary don't go don't go (sighs) if a dead person wants you to go with them don't do it right don't do it right I've heard that from other places too. Like that's just a general rule of paranormal. Yeah. Thumb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'll see you when I see you. See you when I see you. You know, it's not my time yet. It's not my time. Yeah. I'll see you when I see you. All right, I have one. Okay. And this one is called <gasps> Gabagools of Gettysburg. Oh, hey. <laughs> and it says, hi, ladies. Gabagool has nothing to do with the story. I'm just from New Jersey, and it's a funny word. Enjoy, Amanda. And then she sent a PDF, guys. Can you imagine a PDF? Yes. It's wild. Amanda. Okay. Hi, ladies. I love the podcast. But to be honest, I Thank sometimes you. have to take a break when I hear something particularly too scary. But I always come back to it. 
Hey, yeah, I dude. get it. I get. I gotta take a break too. Yeah, well, this is a four-hour record. Take <laughs> so many breaks. <laughs> My sister was the one who told me to listen, and she even submitted a story before. Cool. Cool. Anyway, I have many stories, but this one in particular stays with me to this day. My family loves ghost hunting and staying in haunted hotels. Man, yes. that's lucky. Yes. That's good. That's good. I, on the other hand, do not. Well, <laughs> well, sorry about well, that. Okay, sorry about, sorry about that. Sorry about <laughs> it. Uh, my fear is so bad that I won't go on trips with them, so they have resorted to lying to me about where we're staying because they know I will look up the place to make sure there are no ghosts. <laughs> I love how both parties of this this thing are like uh uh and like lying to each other but then it's still getting kind of their way or like you know, that is so funny just digging in <laughs> <laughs> for reference this is because almost every time we visit these places i will be the only one who has an encounter and they never believe me which i find counterproductive <laughs> to their mission but whatever that is so crazy <laughs> to be super into that and then one person like and then the one not person who, the person who's, who's scared and didn't want to go and doesn't want to go everything happens to them and they're like nah we don't believe you I we don't gotta say you. this is one of the most fucked up family dynamics I've ever heard of <laughs> Like I just, <laughs> probably very lovely, no no other kinds of uh toxicity, but this particularly <laughs> is fucked up. <laughs> you guys gotta go to counseling. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh one October a couple years ago, my family convinced me to go to Gettysburg with them. Well, <laughs> come on. A popular spot for my family to visit. I mean, you should have known. You know what I'm yeah. War field. I finally gave in because it would be my first time uh, my sister wait it would be my first time my sister's wife Nicole would experience Gettysburg they promised no haunted hotels but a cabin at the drummer boy camping resort instead a oh that sounds even scarier than a haunted hotel yeah it's just little a cabin at the drummer boy camping camp thing uh it's uh, well uh. here it's a campsite that is built on a battlefield and famously haunted <laughs> i knew it was a bad idea but reluctantly said yes mostly because i have bad fomo <laughs> <laughs> anyway it was only two nights what could possibly go wrong cut to the cabin oh god it was cute but was across from the campground's haunted house they had up for halloween I hated it, but I kept reminding myself that I drove my car, so if at any point I wanted to leave, I could. I decided that the best place to sleep was the loft. It was upstairs with this bit of balcony to oversee the common area and clearly made for children because I, a four, a five foot four woman, could not fully stand up. Whoa. Uh, because there were only three beds, I would be sharing one with my brother, Danny. Normally, I would hate that because I'm high maintenance and like my own space, but I was excited not to be alone this time. My mom got the pull-out bed in the common room, and my sister, Jess, and her wife got the bed. That first night, I had a rough time sleeping. I think I finally started falling asleep when the cover lifted at my feet. I jumped from fear, woke what? up my brother, and told him we both have to stay awake until the sun came up. 
So every time he drifted oh. to sleep, I woke him up again. Oh, he, no. <laughs> he was mad, but I can't say he didn't know what he was signing up for when he asked me to come on this trip. Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. Then next morning, I told everyone what happened. And like usual, they told me I was making it up. <laughs> this is so wild. This is, this is really, it's, it's an actual, this is what gaslighting is, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to take To take someone to a haunted location. Have you, them experience yeah. haunting, and then them to tell you they are lying. You are lying. That's gas. People think that other things are gaslighting, but this is actually this it. is it. This is it. <laughs> In fact, I bet they conspired to do this to you. Uh, <laughs> that day, our plans ended with us going to the old orphanage on a ghost tour. <laughs> we went on the tour, and the second half consisted of us all in the basement, where we were the quote bad children end quote would be punished and often die of starvation this is in ghost adventures i think this little nasty orphanage you're an encyclopedia of ghost adventures i feel every time i'm like this was in ghost adventures i think i think and then you're like i think it was season three episode four uh, season three episode 27 gettysburg uh, 27 episodes they have long orders uh it's pretty close like 23 or something you would love to be a writer on that show there were benches for everyone to sit on i sat next to nicole and jess and then my brother and mom sat in front of us the tour guide turned off the lights, making every making everything pitch dark. About 30 seconds into this, we heard screams from the people sitting behind us. But more importantly, I felt something cold and small crawl across my lap and down my leg. I was Ew. frozen in fear. The lights quickly came back on and the guide asked if everyone was okay. No one really said anything. Later on, when we all left, I overheard the girls who were sitting behind us apologize to the tour guide, saying they thought something they they thought some they um, saying they thought their hair was being pulled. I oh. still couldn't talk or move. I finally broke out of this paralysis when, in front of everyone, my mom's dangling earring flew out of her ear and across the room. Hey! I stood up and exclaimed, I was leaving. My mom, embarrassed, told me to stay. And I did because I realized I don't know how to leave. (laughs) And the thought of being trapped in this real-life haunted house was truly terrifying. Once we left, my mom asked if we knew what was happening to the girls behind us. Jess replied that she didn't know, but she felt something small and cold crawl up and across her lap when they screamed. Ew, small and cold across a lap is so scary. It's so scary. Nicole. It's so, because also if it's not anything uh, paranormal, it's like a frog or a snake or something. <laughs> Frogs, That's so yes. nasty. Uh, Nicole, stunned, replied that she felt something crawl across her lap. I could barely get the words out that I also felt something the same thing crawl across my lap and down my leg i also added that we were only leaving in a couple hours and i would be happy to drive us home at the time they all said no uh scared and shaken we got back to the cabin and i swore as i entered the room i saw a child dash across the balcony to the loft not even a childlike figure, but like a full human who was holding on to the banister with their face <gasps> between the pillars and scurried away once they realized I saw them. Ew! 
I told myself that didn't happen, as I also told my family who agreed that didn't happen. Anyway, it was time for bed and I was anxious. Danny went to sleep right away. I was pretty tired, so I went to sleep for about an hour until something woke me up. I felt someone grab my ankle. Oh! I tried waking my brother again, but he never opened his eyes, repeating oh. the, f- the phrase, the drawers. I asked him to stop. He kept saying, the drawers, the drawers. Wait, who is the brother? brother? Yeah, yeah. She's trying what? to wake up her brother, Danny. The drawers. What? And he's just going, the dr- this is, ew, he, ah. His eyes are closed <laughs> and he's saying, the drawers. No, the drawers. no, no fucking way. S- suddenly, all of the drawers in the room started opening and closing. No. I panicked and didn't want to go near those drawers. So I jumped over my brother, ran down the stairs and woke up my mom. She was angry, but said I could sleep with her. I didn't sleep, but I kept my back turned to the loft where I, I felt like I was being watched all night. Ew. Ew. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, No one believes me and I haven't been back since. Thanks for reading <laughs> and don't shit your pants, Amanda. Wow. It, this is really, really crazy man i, I got like, I, like i was joking earlier about family counseling but i actually do think something <laughs> is wrong with this family to put her in that situation over and, and over like nah to Quit. be to be mad that you're scared when you took someone to a haunted location excuse me excuse me it's you, so nutty it's so nuts you did this mom mother yeah. Don't you, you, you wanted this to happen, right? This is what like, you. That's why we were doing this shit. Yes. You wanted this to happen. You wanted this to happen. Are you jealous? Is that what the problem is? You're jealous because uh, you're, you're not. You're jealous because you never get it. You never get it. You never get it. Yeah, that's right. And you're never going to get it. 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 I get it. Damn. That's fucked up i really want to have a sit down talk with your mom though <laughs> yeah right you're like if i took you to a haunted place which you would probably want to go to right because that seems mm-hmm. fun but yes i would be down in the middle of the night something has grabbed your ankles oh. and you run <laughs> to my hotel across the street because we don't stay together we, <laughs> or, it, it, you make me stay in the haunted place you You'd chose it i was gonna stay in the haunted one and you're like i'm gonna stay at the one across the street and it turns out that they had the the, all the pamphlets all were all wrong <laughs> <laughs> um, we mixed up the pamphlets we mixed up the pamphlets they yeah they had 150 it's, pamphlets with the wrong title of the hotel <laughs> so they just were like we'll just get rid of them and then just go just go <laughs> well if that had happened marcy Yes, if let's say we went somewhere and something happened to me and then you were like, nah, uh, you know I, I would believe ne- you. You know I would never. I know. That's, I know. You can count on me. if you did, I would punch you in the boobs so hard. <laughs> like a speed bag? Yeah, your boobs would be bruised for days. Look, if we are going to a haunted location and you say something haunted happens, I'm there with you. It's right. happening to me now. Even if right. I don't feel it, I'm still scared with you. Right. I'm putting up a barrier of white light around us to protect yes. us. Yes. Yes. Same. I will believe you, Marcy. I won't even Unless get embarrassed. It's crazy. Yeah. If I'm like, 
What would be too crazy for you to believe? I guess a, a werewolf nippled off my toes. <laughs> Betsy, I yeah, see. I'd be like, I think you nibbled off your own toes. <laughs> <laughs> and you just see like a, a nail hanging out the side of my mouth. <laughs> that's your, that's your, that's like your a little, polish, dude. A that's little, your nail yeah, polish. Yeah, a little toenail in between my teeth. <laughs> like, no. I, but then I'd be like, wait, what if Marcy is a werewolf? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Scare all your cats away. No, they were just like, we're trying to sleep, bitch. Yeah. Uh, or should we play a listener? Oh, Amanda, yes. we're sorry. You deserve better. We're uh, so sorry, bitch. <laughs> well, we believe you, Amanda. We believe you. Um, we believe you. But seriously, can we talk to your mom? <laughs> we got to figure this out. Yes, that is. <laughs> I, I'm going to talk to my therapist about it and just see what she thinks. <laughs> all right, let's listen to a listener story. Yeah. Hi, Betsy. Hi, Marcy. And Whoopi Goldberg, who I can only assume is the guest this week. I've got two stories for you that both happened in my grandparents' house in northern Minnesota. So the first one takes place a couple months before I was born. So my dad and my mom met in November of 99. And... When the two of them went to go spend New Year's with my dad's parents a couple months later, you know, two months later, my mom was already pregnant with me. And they were obviously quite nervous about telling my grandparents that they were pregnant because, you know, not a lot of 19-year-olds in college plan to have a baby together a month after they meet, and they were no exception. So... They were nervous about it, but they were excited to go meet my grandparents. So when my parents got there, they were hanging out with my grandparents in the kitchen, sitting on some bar stools, and suddenly my mom faints and falls off this stool, and everyone rushes over to help her. She's okay. But when my mom fell, my grandma looked at her, and this thought popped into her head of, it's a girl. And then she thought to herself, well, yeah, of course it's a girl. It's my son's girlfriend. And then she thought, oh, she's pregnant. And this was months before my parents told my grandparents about me. Although my mother declining champagne later that night definitely sort of confirmed my grandma's suspicions. But the first clue she got was just her own intuition. And lo and behold, nine months later, baby girl popped out. Uh, The second story was when I was about 12. I was staying at my grandma's house for her mom's, my great grandma's funeral. So this takes place the night before the funeral. The visitation was earlier that day. My grandma was tucking me into bed in the little den office that they have in their house. And as she's tucking me in, I look over on the floor, like in the middle of the room, you know, to a point where, you know, the room's not that big. We would have had to see it on the ground. But I look over on the ground and I see this little shiny thing so I asked my grandma I go hey 
what's that over on the ground? And she picks it up and it's this little heart-shaped gold pin. And she goes, this was my mother's. Do you want it? And so she gave it to me and I still have it. I wore it at my high school graduation. I would have worn it for my college graduation if I had had graduation because of COVID, but that's besides the point. Uh, So yeah, to this day, I still really treasure that last gift from my great grandma. Those are those two. I've got other weird psychic stories from my grandma, but those are for another time. Uh, Thanks for the podcast. I love listening and have a great rest of your day. Dude, dude, grandmas, man, just knowing, like, it's a girl, like, that is, that's so cool, and but also so nuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, I guess it is, like, I've never had any feeling like that, but there are those moments where it's, like, I think this person might be pregnant. Yeah. You know, just from like little, just little vibes or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like where it is. Like I remember I was on a show with someone who towards the end of it, like they were pregnant, but they didn't tell anybody, you know, like it wasn't the time yet to tell people Mm -hmm. but there was just like this vibe and i don't know why but i was like i i think they might be pregnant and here's the thing you can't ask oh no i would never no not you but just in general we like one should not ask oh yeah no oh gosh i remember once i did that to a friend that i was just like we sat down to dinner and they ordered like a non-alcoholic drink and i was like (gasps) oh Uh, I just gasped out loud and then she told me to shut up and not say anything. And I was like, okay. Mm. All right. I couldn't contain myself though. (gasps) I like it never, I don't know. That never stands out to me. If somebody doesn't order a drink. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, it's not really that weird, but I would just, like, right. I knew when I was correct, but right, right, right. But I never said another word. I, I shouldn't have even gasped, but I was, I just was like, <gasps> I like in the moment knew it, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Those little moments where it's like, Oh shit. Okay. Uh, but okay. I think that for a new person in your life, like just like a completely, how would, new. how would one know that, you know? Right. Yeah. It's so wild. This is why if people are trying to have kids, they need to shake it up a little bit. Sometimes order an alcoholic beverage, sometimes not. Yeah, come on. Confuse us, please. Confuse us, please. Uh, But when Anthony King and uh, Kate Spencer were having their first child, Uh do you know who that is? Yeah. UCB people, great writers, both of them. Kate's got an amazing podcast called Forever 35 35 i was like what number is it i'm forever 35 anyway when kate was pregnant i told them it they were having a girl and if it was a boy i would babysit free for a year because i was so (laughs) positive it was a girl wow and i didn't have if it had been a boy i knew it wasn't and guess what i was not wrong 
Yay! She's like a 12-year-old now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just funny how like intuition is crazy. Also like the gift from the grandmother, the great-grandmother, like to just be there that day. Yeah, just in the, because it was like in the middle. Yeah. Where it is just like, okay, what's going on? Excuse okay. me, who put this here? Excuse me. This is too uh, yeah, specific. This is to too just, specific. What are you doing? What are you doing? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I would be so weirded out if uh, a grandparent or a great-grandparent left me something from beyond the grave. Because, I don't know. I mean... And I'd be like, why are you... Who are you, man? Well, because you don't know them, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to do that. I mean, clearly, this person must have known their great grandmother because they were there at the funeral a little bit. Of course, of course, but still, like, I'd be weirded out. (laughs) I knew both my great grandmothers very, yeah, briefly. Big Mama is what we called one of them. Cool. That was my my maternal maternal. (laughs) Yes. Uh, great grandmother, and then Granny was my dad's mom's. Oh, Granny, and she Big had a stroke before I was born, so she only said, she only said "didua." That was all she ever said. Oh. But we would always like we always loved it like so much. Uh, something about it was so sweet to us that we would always like it would be, kind of be like "say la vie, didua. Yeah, hey, <laughs> You know, because uh, she would have conversations with you, but it would shoot. That's all she would say. But it's somehow you could still understand. Yeah, like with the context mm-hmm. and stuff where you're just like, oh, yeah, okay. she was you could tell she was sweet. But if she oh. left me a present, I would love a little. I mean, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What if I find if a, she left me a present? I would love that. you if she left a little like do do present somewhere. <laughs> yes. Do do. Uh, yes. <laughs> OK. Well, me okay, or, I got you one. Got I one. got Great. one. Go give it to me, Betsy. Okay, this is called Congress Plaza Hotel Orb. Yes. Hey, yes. Betsy and Marcy. I love your show so much, and you both are so hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. And then, happy Halloween. It was. Yeah, it was a fun one. And this is from 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to share something that just happened to me. My husband and I went on a ghost tour with another couple. It's a walking tour in downtown Chicago, so it was the perfect activity to keep socially distanced. Mm -hmm. That is a pretty good one. The tour is about the ghosts and gangsters of Chicago, and it's called Chicago Gangsters and Ghosts, in case anyone is interested. That's fun. That is fun. The last stop on the tour was the Congress Plaza Hotel. The tour guide told us about some of its history. Al Capone used to stay there. It was also the serial killer H.H. Holmes' favorite bar in Chicago. Oh, shit. He would have some drinks there and then go across the street to Grant Park to pick up victims to stay at his hotel during the World's Fair. I, he seems like one we don't talk about enough. I know. There was a documentary... It's probably still streaming somewhere that that I think was called like HH and it was so boring. And that's like the one documentary I've seen or you know where I was like, "Oh, yes, I'm going to learn stuff." And then it was just like, "Oh, this is boring, man. This sucks. This is too boring." Yeah. Yeah. But Devil in the White City is an excellent book and uh 
talks about him a bunch. Yeah. And also about affair. So get ready for like not chapters of an affair, but not an affair, but a world a, fair. The world yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. First Ferris wheel is there or something. Anyway, <laughs> a fun non spooky fact, but Pabst was voted the best beer and given a blue ribbon, hence the name Pabst Blue Ribbon. Wow. Cool. I guess that was before beer got good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're fine, but I wouldn't call it the best. Marcy, what's you, what's the best to you, Miller Light? Uh, f- wait, are you are you talking about domestic light beers? Okay, uh, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Oh gosh, domestic makes it hard. But <laughs> yeah, I guess a Miller Light. Uh, yeah, Miller Light's pretty. Uh, but P- PBR is what we would get like a PBR in a shop for like three dollars in college. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was like PBR. They give them to you for free. <laughs> absolutely. I remember in college you could get like a thirty pack for like twelve dollars, and we we're just like, yeah, man, it's like twelve cents a beer, or whatever. Um. Uh. Okay. The guide told us this really sad story about a woman named Adele Langer. She was originally from Prague, but fled to Chicago during World War II with her two children. Her husband was supposed to join them, but never made it. She tried to find a job to support her and her children, but was unable to find anything since it was the Great Depression. Uh, She was running out of money while she was staying at the Congress Plaza Hotel. She was desperate and asked the front desk if they would let her stay or even give her a job, but they refused. Later that night, feeling completely hopeless, she threw both of her children out the window and then jumped out as well. I didn't see that coming. I didn't at all. (gasps) I did not see that coming. All three of them unfortunately died. Oh. Threw everybody out the window. What a leave the kids alone, man. <laughs> what a dick. Come on. Come oh, on, Adele. Come on. It is said that the children's spirits are on the third for third and fourth floors. Adele's spirit haunts room four forty one and has moved people's things and even appeared to people as a corpse. <gasps> Ew, that's not the way to do that. Adele, come on. Adele, you I'm sorry you Don't had do a, it as a corpse. You had a rough time, but you are not handling it in, in a way you're not handling in, handling it with class at all. At all. He's throwing your kids out the window. That's fucking, that's rude. That's so rude. It's not nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fucked up, but it's also so cartoony. It, it, it was so shocking. Yes. It was, it truly, it it, it really uh, yeah. blew my hair back yeah. when I read it. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Okay, we know. We know okay. it's bad. We're sorry. <laughs> We're so sorry. It's not funny. Okay, as a corpse. Uh, the tour guide pointed out room 441, so I of cor- so of course I stare at it for a while to see if anything happens. I took a few photos and didn't capture anything. I then saw something that looked like an orb moving around the vis- vicinity of room 441 when I looked through my camera. I couldn't see it unless I was looking through my camera. I took two videos of it, which I will share in this email. You're welcome to share on Instagram as well if you'd like. The other couple with me also took videos, and they captured the same exact thing I saw. That's so interesting I, that you could only see it through the camera. I but, And they could only see it through, you know, where it's like, whoa. Yeah. But that makes sense. Yeah. It's, yeah. 
so, at this point, I'm convinced that nothing was wrong with my phone and that it was an orb. This is my first paranormal paranormal experience. Plus, it's actually Halloween, so I was very excited and knew I had to share. Please keep doing the podcast forever. I've already rated, reviewed, and subscribed, and everyone else should too. Love, Vicky. Thank you. Thank you, Vicky. There's a follow up email. Should we watch the the videos? Oh, yeah, we should watch fast? the videos first. Okay, you ready, Betsy? Yeah. Are you gonna share it with me? I'm gonna share it with you. Oh, that's so nice. Hold on, let me. You see it? Okay. I do. Okay. Press and play. <gasps> oh, I see the orb. Did you see that orb? Here we no, play. Where should I look? The second floor, third floor. Oh, I see it floating around. Yeah. Okay. There's another one to watch too. So let me let me grab yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. Whoa. And it didn't look like a, a bug or anything. No. It looked like a, a proper orb. Yeah. Okay. Here's the second one. Oh, I think I saw it. I think I saw something kind of hard. Yeah, I don't know what I see. It's a little too teeny for me. A, li- a little too teeny for us. But the first one, the first video we definitely saw, and I'll post both of them on Instagram so that everyone else can ha- take a gander at them. Yeah. But you can definitely see, you know, a little orb. Yeah. It's always hard to tell for sure with iPhones and pointing them anywhere near a light. That's that's a tricky part of, oh, of iPhone. That is true. I will just say that, but it was moving pretty wild. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. And the camera wasn't. And you I'm know. only saying that so other people don't have to say it to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you know what I, I mean? I know what you mean. You know what the I fuck what I mean. mean? Okay. I uh, know what you I'm mean. Not, I know what you mean. I'm not telling Vicky that anything that she's wrong at all. <laughs> uh-uh. Okay. Uh-uh. Follow up. Okay. Follow up email. Hello. After doing a, a super quick search about Adele, I found more details about her story. She was not running out of money. She was being af- she was afraid of being sent back to Prague as it was currently at war with the Nazis. She had become increasingly despondent because she hadn't heard from her husband and also didn't want to be sent back to Prague. <laughs> she then hurled her two children out the window, and then herself. The next morning, a letter was received at the hotel that was giving Adele asylum in Canada. Her (gasps) husband, excuse me, her husband was also alive. Sorry for not checking on the tour guide's facts before sending. (laughs) That is, that's that classic, or or not classic, but the woman who jumped from the the H in the Hollywood Hollywood sign. Yeah. It was kind of that same thing where she was like, I'm not making it as an actress. I'm I'm throwing myself off of the Hollywood sign. And then the next day, I think it was like the same thing. A letter or something came that was saying she got cast in a in a production here in Hollywood or something. And it's just that like. Oh, and it it would make sense that this shit happens like that back then, where it's just yeah. like you're waiting for letters. Yes, that's the only way, and that's the uh, that's honestly faster than than like you know, because at least they're probably coming by like trains and stuff. But right, uh, the, I guess the takeaway is just don't throw your kids out the window. 
Right. Or, or yourself. Just wait. Just like wait till someone bit. tells you that you're gonna be like you're on your way back to Prague, you know. Then jump out the window, but leave the kids, leave the kids alone. Yeah, maybe they'll like it there. No, that's terrible. I don't want to. Sorry for saying all of that, but but I do think, yeah, especially the Hollywood. You know, all I could think of for the Hollywood story you just told was, oh boy, I bet whoever got it instead of her was so happy though, because that's how sick my brain is. Yeah, you're twisted. Man. I'm twisted. Now, Betsy, I also texted you some uh, some newspaper <gasps> clippings of you sure did. this woman uh, who jumped out the window, threw her kids and then jumped out. A six and a four and a half year old. She, uh, the way it's worded too, Miss Hurl, Miss Langer hurled her two small children to death late Thursday night from the 13th floor. Uh, hurled wow. and then it's where a few seconds later she followed them in a death leap yikes the writing is very um, heavy metal man and then there's it says shoes tell tale of tragedy these tiny pairs of shoes belonged to Jan Langer four and his brother Tommy six who died in a plunge with their Czech refugee <sighs> mother that is oh that's, that's so fucking gross yes i mean to put that in the bait like now am i gonna put it on instagram yes yes but it's gross for them to do it oh. it's it is salacious it's like you know it's horrible but enough time has passed now that we can post it right yeah okay because i'm going yeah. to i'm sorry i'm going yeah. to and i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm, gonna post I'm sorry it. i'm, I'm sorry no i'm gonna post i'm it. no better than those that i speak ill of uh <laughs> that's really fucked up okay if i asked you how many subscriptions you have would you be able to list them all and how much you're paying if you would have asked me this question before i started using rocket money i would have said yes but let me tell you i would have been so wrong I can't believe how many I've had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service, and they'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash funny feeling. That's rocketmoney.com slash funny feeling. Rocketmoney.com slash funny feeling. A Funny Feeling is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you, to make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. I know that in the past five years of going to therapy, I've really been able to 
assess what matters most to me and focus my life in a in a much healthier way than I was before and knowing what's important, which is me and how I feel. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash a funny feeling today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash a funny feeling. Okay. Should I read one? So, uh, yes. Or do you want to talk more one. about this uh, murder-suicide? Because we can. <laughs> do you, real quick, about throwing out a window. You remember in Saved by the Bell in the rockumentary uh, episode? Do you remember that? Where it's like Zack Attack and they do their uh, like VH1 behind the music kind of. Uh, okay, and kind of, kind of. <laughs> after the band breaks up. Lisa Turtle is a gladiator, I think. And the woman who like ruined everything, her name is Linda, who like ruined the band. And her name is Linda. And uh, Lisa Turtle goes, I'm going to throw Linda out the window. <laughs> Lisa Turtle, she's great. I'm gonna throw Linda out the window. <laughs> it's good. It's that's good writing. It's so good. It's so good. Um, How does the, the whole? Oh, if you don't get if you don't get rid of Linda, I'm gonna throw her out the window. <laughs> <laughs> it is so funny. <laughs> Sorry. So that popped in my head. Hey, out the out the window. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna read one now. Okay. okay. You don't want to just read the script of that episode? I mean, I guess it would be like a big <laughs> left turn, but whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This one's subject is forming friendships from beyond the grave. Got a lot of Whoa. ghost friends, a bunch of Casper stories in this episode. Uh, or not. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, Betsy Marcy, impossible cool ass guest. Oh, I'm sorry. I I have been devouring the podcast since discovering you this past summer, and it brings me so much joy to be in a constant state of chills listening to you describe spooky places and the amazing listener submissions. Thank you. So nice. Thanks so much. I have to say, since listening to A Funny Feeling and Bigfoot Collectors Club, just always giving those guys free press. Free press We're nonstop. Constantly. You're welcome. You're welcome, boys. Hey, boys, you're welcome. Boys, uh, you're welcome. Uh, I feel more open to discussing the paranormal with people and not give a single fuck if they think I'm nuts with a Z. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least I'm not a flat earther, right? Honestly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> it takes less mental gymnastics to believe in ghosts than it does a flat earth. Yeah. I guess I'm saying come at me, flatters. Come at me, flatters. This is a really cool story that happened to me over the summer of 2018. I'm still not sure if it's a coincidence, synchronicity, or paranormal spiritual intervention, but let me know what you think. Okay, here we go. Yes. 
Also, sorry for the long contextual shit, but I promise it's important to the craziness of the story. I have worked at my university library at a super cushy circulation desk job since second year of my undergrad and still do in the first year of my second degree. Hell yeah. Higher learning, baby. Hell Um, yeah. In 2018, the mid-century library went into full renovation mode and the entire collection was sent off to site sent to an offsite X-Files type warehouse while the building was closed for the, for an entire year. Midway through the summer, I was needed at the warehouse to help discarding old periodicals and breathing in a lot of fucking book binding glue uh, <laughs> and mold Hell yeah, dude, and that stuff messes <laughs> and mold that no one doubt no but no blah, 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 and mold that will no doubt manifest into some weird cancer in twenty years anyway. Oh, oh no! Given the circumstances, I was working with lots of upper library staff. I would not normally encounter even after two years on the job. Normally, student staff just wouldn't mingle in other departments. Here, however, we all ate lunch together, and it was just a very chill workplace with zero formality. Nice. What a dream. (laughs) Uh, Except for the warehouse with all the mold and stuff. Uh, Oh, man, let me breathe that shit in. (laughs) One staff member in particular had the same had the same sense of humor as me and we got on well and it was really funny it was a really fun summer job because of her one day at the picnic table, I had bought a peanut butter and sand peanut butter sandwich because I was running late that morning and needed a quick fix so I didn't starve at this rural warehouse. I apologized and asked if anyone had a peanut allergy and that I would happily go eat somewhere else. The staff member then mimicked having an anaphylactic episode, choking and clutching her throat. Very my humor. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> she, That's so nice of just checking in. Yes. Uh, well, That's so nice. You're going to find out why they're so nice later. Oh. She then got serious, apologized, and said that she shouldn't joke because her dear friend Beb had passed away from a peanut allergy in 1991. Oh. I was in complete shock. I asked what, what the full... Blah, blah. I was in complete shock. Shock. I asked what the full name was. And when she told me, I realized it was my cousin who had died before I was born. What? Can I just tell you, Betsy, that's not what I was talking about. When I said you'll you'll know why later, that's not what I was talking about. I hadn't read that part. Whoa. Okay. This is nuts. Okay. My cousin Beverly is almost a living legend in the family. Classic example of gone too soon of a gone too soon scenario. By all accounts, she was an amazing individual, smart, funny, and charismatic. This staff member had been Beverly's best friend all throughout university in the late 80s. We were both so floored by this happenstance that the rest of the day was a write-off and we just hid in the stacks talking about her memories, my family, so on and so forth. We have remained close and I still work with her today. I just find it odd that if the library did not go into renovation and I wasn't transferred to the warehouse and didn't make a peanut butter sandwich, I would have never had this encounter and we would have likely never known of the crazy connection we have through my cousin. I mean, what are the odds? Wow. Telling my great aunt and cousin about this, they very much believe it's a sign from Beverly. And my great aunt is the coolest zero bullshit 85 year old woman I know. 
Anyway, sorry for the long ass lead up to a short punchline, but thought this was right up your alley of weird. So do you think this is my cousin forming friendships from beyond the grave? Thank you so much for all you do. Alex in Ontario, Canada. I was just making a joke about them being ca- Canadian and oh, polite. Canadian, so they're nice. So they're nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, that is. One little P.S. real quick. Oh, P.S. Yeah. I heard a listener recommend Most Haunted to Betsy, and I second that recommendation. The show has been around since the early 2000s and used to give me fucking diaper blowouts. <gasps> After hearing your rec, I Googled them and saw they're still making episodes, but through YouTube. Check it out. So that's Most Haunted. Oh, I gotta watch that. Okay, so now we can go back to the... I. That's really... That's... That's an amazing coincidence. An amazing coincidence. True. Like, especially, yeah, like, them listing all the things that had to happen for them to realize they both know and love this person. Also, just the kind of people to, (laughs) like, to have my friend die a certain way and then to make a joke about it. And the other person to be like, hey, that's my sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, uh, I, it feels like cousin knew. Yeah. Was, or, you know, like was like, oh, here's an opportunity or something. Even if it was just like their cousin was like, wait, they're already together. So let me just give them a little incentive to. Right. To like to know what the connection is. Right. But who knows? I mean, that's like the thing where, yeah, you just, I, you know, so, you never know how many ways we intertwine with other people's lives. Right. 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 It's so crazy with that. Like, it's so, it's fun. It's yeah. really fun. To, I got, I got chills during that, but like fun chills. Yeah. You know? Good chills. Good chills. Got some good chills from that. It's that is so. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Small, small world. It is one of those things where you're like, who even knows what, how, like, what to, how to categorize it, I guess. Right? Yeah. I'm sure you've had like millions of synchronicities happen in your life, too. Yeah. 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 Nothing like that. That's so wild. That no. is so. I also have never really thought back. Like at that, that listing the things that had to happen for this to have happened. Yeah. Is so wild. I'm yeah. like kind of being late. So I had to make only a peanut butter sandwich. Like mm-hmm. working at this weird warehouse. That yeah. was not usually the job. Like, it's so strange. So strange. That's cool, man. Um, That's cool. Bev. Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Can I? Do, is, no, I'm going to play. I'm gonna, I was yeah, like, you what? Wanna play one? Do, you want to play one? I'm going to play. I didn't know if it was reading time again or. Do I? Re- no, okay. you play, play. I, I play? I play. You play now. You oh, play. Okay. I play. You play. Betsy and Marcy, y'all are the coolest, and uh, I have a story that's not mine. It's my uncle's, and it happened when he was a preteen, 
slash teen. He was living at his mom's house and he slept on the floor in a sleeping bag like teenagers like to do. And uh, he said he one morning woke up and he opened his eyes and there was an old timey looking guy with spectacles hunched down next to him, like squatting next to him, looking right down at him. And my uncle screamed and pulled the sleeping bag over his face and then slowly pulled it back down and the guy was gone. And he had no idea what that was and it's never happened since. But I thought that was a good uh, story because it doesn't seem like it could be sleep paralysis. And I would have um, never stopped screaming. So anyway, thanks for sharing. Uh, Love you guys. Uh, It's Halloween tomorrow. So happy Halloween. We got so many Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) I guess that's why people were like, I'm thinking of it. So, oh, I would hate that. That is truly so gross. Don't do that. Don't do that, ghosts. Get out of my face. Don't do that. Also, like, isn't that as soon as spectacles was said, it's such a, like, specific old-timey thing, you know? Because it's like, not glasses, they're spectacles, man. Yeah. Like, that's so eerie. Like, ew. Should we think about all the reasons why that bespectacled specter yeah uh, why would they be leaning over a little kid and staring Dude, at them suck their soul out of their mouth but he has a nice soul to s- for sucking here's a good soul to suck mm. Mm, me love if i suck this <laughs> soul i will not need these spectacles <laughs> or i i would imagine it's like uh uh, the others type situation where it's like what is this down here yeah what is this like yeah exactly of like that horror movie thing of like uh this is where i sleep what is this oh my god a young a teen a a teen a tween oh a teenage having i'm that would be so scary to get haunted by a teenager yes or uh just live with a teenager (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're pretty intimidating I'm terrified of them. Yeah. Um, my niece is, God, she's like almost, she's 18. And I found a snap she sent me years ago. I guess I'd, I was like going through uh, photos and I found, and she is, she was so funny and ruthless. I sent it to her and my mom and she just responded fml and, and mom, my mom was like what does fml mean i was like it means fuck my life <laughs> i was like she was like because it would have been like she was like 14 years old and she was roasting somebody in our family that is so funny she's she's Dude, funny. imagine what like if the internet had been around or like really around like it is now and if i was a teen oh there would have been so much stupid shit posted on there. Oh my, yes. I mean, even in college, I was posting. Oh yeah, same. Too much personal information. Even out of college. Just. Right now. 
even right now, I'm constantly taking pictures of my driver's license and putting it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why, and I do it once a week. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's really stupid, and I know I shouldn't do it, but I can't stop it. <laughs> Marcy, I know. Keep, keep doing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> it's a good People bit. People love it. People love it. At this point, my identity's already been stolen, so it's like, why, <laughs> why break the bit, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Double down. Double down. <laughs> double deucing. Double deuce down. You you um, have one to read for I us? I do. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. New Orleans child ghost roommate. Yucky. <laughs> yucky, yucky. Oh, it starts. Yeah, you read that right. <laughs> Buckle up for a pants filler. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny and gross. (laughs) I first sent this to the boys at Bigfoot Collectors Club. Speaking of fucking synchronicities, good God. If you're not listening to them, I guess this is your sign to go mosey on over. Tell Michael Bryson Riley, you heard it here first. <laughs> you heard it from us. I first sent this, sent this to the boys at Bigfoot Collectors Club back before you two babes replaced them as my fave pod. Yes. But they never read, read it on air. Maybe they because they suck and everyone knows it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they suck. We hate Don't them. Don't go listen to them. <laughs> Don't go listen to them. They suck. They drool, we rule. Yeah. All right. They're boys, um, we're girls, and they're drooling and we're ruling. <laughs> Uh, just kidding. Uh, they are our friends, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we love them. We love them. Uh, but they never read it on air. Maybe because I accidentally super embellished this one part. LOL. <laughs> this is the story of my haunted apartment I lived in for about three and a half years in New Orleans. Oh, yeah. New of Orleans. course, living in New Orleans, one gets used to the feeling of often not being alone when you're the only person in the room. Spirits floating in and out all of the time, etc. It's something I'd experienced a lot in other apartments and places I worked there. And as long as the ghosts weren't too disruptive or malevolent feeling, I could mostly ignore them. It's just part of life when you live in New Orleans. All right. Ooh. Okay. There was one ghost I got to know a little better than all the others. Well, I I just want to say that you showed me air quotes just so everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. I showed Marcy air quotes so that uh, everybody... But I read it as though it was in quotes. You're you're right. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Sometimes I need a physical thing to help me. Yeah. You're you're a voice actor. Yeah, you're a voice actor. I get it. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Come on, Marcy. Come on. (laughs) Okay. I called him little boy. (laughs) Don't don't like that. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't like that name. That freaks me out. Uh, (laughs) The apartment we shared. We shared. Sorry. Are you frozen? What's Uh, happening? No. No. I was just thinking like. Them and the little boy shared? We'll find out. (laughs) The apartment we shared was frequented by two other spirits who I and a rotating door of roommates Uh. felt to be an adult man. I have a couple of wild stories about him and an elderly woman serving grandma vibes who would (laughs) sit on the couch with my dog and check to make sure we had the blankets pulled over us (gasps) at night. 
<gasps> oh, that's better than the other way. The other yeah, way. That is nice. That is nice. Don't. Yeah, don't yank them off. I guess, yeah, tuck me in. That's Yeah, I'd rather get tucked in for sure. Uh, uh, But Lil Boy was by far the most active. The apartment was a big old house where the main floor had been converted into two apartments with a wall running down the center and then later converted back into one apartment with a single door cut into that wall. My landlord lived in the basement unit below. His job... His job had him waking up at 3.30, 4 a.m. most days, and before he rented the main floor to me, while it was still vacant, he would often hear a child's footsteps running around above him through the wall that ran down the center only... Excuse me, I'm so sorry. My voice is gone. It's from Uh, screaming while you skied this morning. (laughs) Yeah, I went skiing and just screamed down down the mountain and on the chairlift all the way up. Okay. He would often hear the child's footsteps running around above him through the wall that ran down the center only during that high strangeness hour. Mm. He only told me about it when I asked him after hearing the footsteps myself. I had one roommate with very young cats who would play chase with Lil Boy up and down the hall. Some people might call them kittens. <laughs> I like young cats. <laughs> young cats. You know, a couple of young cats. Uh. <laughs> it makes them sound like some a jazz band. <laughs> hey, everybody, we're the young cats. I would hear... I would hear the cats go running first. Then a moment later... I would hear his footsteps running (gasps) after them. And then suddenly he'd be starting back at the end of the hall where he had just come from with, oh my God, without me hearing him run back there. Oh my God. (gasps) Take a little little sipple of water. Okay. I had another roommate at one point who moved in for a while with her three-year-old nonverbal autistic son. Many times we'd be talking in the kitchen at night and her son would walk purposefully into the next room where all the lights were off and start gesturing and talking gibberish to a fixed spot in the airless, in the air less than a foot taller than him. (gasps) Oh, my God. He would walk away to find a toy and return to the same spot, holding it out like he was showing it to the spot and talking to it about the toy in more gibberish. Oh, my God. Wow. I had a very good friend who came over often. One day after I had been living there about a year, we were sitting at the dining table and he said, Hannah, I think I'm going crazy. I swear, every time I come over here, I keep seeing this little boy out of the corner of my eye. And I said, oh, well, I've told you about little boy, right? And his eyes go wide. No, he said and started getting freaked out as I was like, really, I haven't? You can see him? What does he look like? (laughs) My friend said, this is very perfect. My friend said he was wearing Easter clothes. (gasps) Oh Which, like, that makes sense. Like so, little pastels. <laughs> yeah. A button-up shirt, pleated shorts, and a page boy cap. Oh. That's so funny. That's a part, like, Easter clothes is a great way to describe, I feel, what a lot of ghosts wear. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, Easter clothes. Oh. <laughs> 
first communion clothes. Uh, okay. Later, when I had just moved in a new roommate and told her about little boy, she claimed she saw him. Oh, yeah? What was he? What's he wearing? I asked as a test. <laughs> she described the same outfit. She went on to see him more times, uh, once walking with my dog, holding on to her collar, and once looking into my roommate's paper bag of delivery food right after it had been dropped <gasps> off. Why Little does that boys. scare me? Why does that scare me? Because it, it, it's so like... Because it's my food? <laughs> personal. Yeah, yes. like get out of there. And that they're so there. Yes. To even be like, what's this? Like... What'd you get? Hey, what'd you get? What'd you get? I, I want some. I want to taste some. I'm not get, I'm not giving you any of my queso, little Easter boy. Little Easter get out boy. of here. Go pick an egg. <laughs> uh yeah, go find some eggs. Uh when my aunt visited for a few weeks, she felt little boy messing with her a lot. She would take off her glasses in the small bathroom before her shower and put them right by the sink. The only tiny bit of counter space in there. When she got out of the shower, her glasses would be gone and would reappear later in the same place after she had left to go out to go look for them uh, or on the floor, etc. He would sometimes play with my bedroom door that didn't latch, lightly slamming it over and over every time it bounced back Mm -mm. open until I would turn and say, stop it. And then it would immediately stop. Once I said something about him being annoying or called him a little shit or something of that nature, and I felt a small gust of wind rush past my pants into the next room where a two-foot-tall paper machete paper mache, machete, <laughs> paper mache statue, this is uh, the part where I exaggerate, went flying off its platform onto the floor. Or at least it felt like it did. But by went flying, I actually mean that it tipped over with enough force to maybe have skidded an inch. Still very spooky. <laughs> That's still very spooky. Yeah. Especially that's, with the wind of, you know, all yes. of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like, okay, little boy's pissed, man. Uh, this was witnessed by two friends. Another time I felt the gust of wind rush past my legs and I walked toward, toward the doorway in the direction it was going just in time to see my roommate stand up straight from being bent over and spin around to look behind her and then over at me very confused. All I said was, did you just... And she was like, yeah. After my roommate with the young son moved out, I noticed that a couple of toys he left behind that I had collected... Uh that I had collected and put uh, by the door to return to her would move around the room while I was at work. Oh my God. After I returned the toys to them, the only things that moved were my alligator and lion figurines that I kept on a shelf. The only toy like objects I kept out. Oh, A few weeks after I moved, the landlord contacted me asking about a mysterious yellow rabbit stuffed animal, asking if it was mine or my dog's, (gasps) saying he found it in the middle of the floor of an empty room that he'd been through since I left, even though no one else had been in the apartment. He said it looked very old. (gasps) Yucky. 
I often wonder who Lil Boy was and what happened to him in life. Sorry this was long. Next time I'll send you stories about the chair-throwing ghost in the strip club yes. where, I wi- where I waitressed. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta tell us about that. We gotta hear and- about it. <laughs> And the man ghost who hung around my apartment occasionally but would get really active when there was trouble trying to warn us or help us. Like the night I had been roofied and my roommate had a medical emergency I was too fucked up to handle but did. Whoa. Oh my God. Love the pod so, so much. And thanks also for having the host of my third favorite pod, uh, Roz Dresfiles on. (gasps) What a treat, Hannah. 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 Holy shit. It's, I'm, I find it fascinating, especially with the the other roommate, with the young child, uh, nonverbal, autistic. Because I do think, you know, especially with, I I believe people on the spectrum because they are so focused on, you know, they it's, you know, it's a spectrum so that you never know like how they are interpreting the world exactly. But I do think whenever people have like are seeing and, and experiencing the world in a different way, that it's not like crazy to think that they might pick up on stuff that we don't. Absolutely. I, I think that makes so much sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because they do see it in a different way. Yeah. Be, yeah, because they're just, the the way they absorb the world is different. And so maybe with, you know, more focus or less focus on some things, it's just easier to see, you know. Right. Right. Exactly. And just kind of being like, well, I see this, so... It's not a big deal, you know, just kind of being like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I feel so bad for the little boy, though. I think little boy's having a blast. Well, yeah, but even still. I mean, it does suck. Like, what would, you doing? I would urge anyone who thinks they have a child ghost to figure out how to help them move on, you know, get them, get them gone. Get him gone. Get him going. Yeah. What if, though, it's the classic, not a ghost at all, Correct. but a something yeah. evil disguised as a kid? I mean, get rid of that, too, though, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel this is, yeah, definitely get rid of that. But this feels very kid. Yeah, it was wanting to play with the animals and, oh, it was so, I feel like, I, that's why I feel bad for this little ghost boy. Yeah. He seems sweet. Yeah. He likes animals and playing with toys and Yeah. Fucking up your shit when you call him names. He's perfect. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> he's perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, he's playing with cats. Honestly, maybe he should move into your place. I mean, he wouldn't have a bad time. That's what right. I'll say. He would not have a bad time here. Right. Uh but I would try to help him move on over. Yeah. Move on over, move on on over, baby. Move on over. Hey, little boy, you gotta stop haunting my apartment. Ooh, yeah. All right, I'm gonna read a short one, and then then we're wrapping this shit up. Nice. Okay. Nice. This one, the subject is called Two Days Ago. Uh, Whoa. And it says... Two days ago, 
three years ago. (laughs) And it says, this is very short. Hello, my name is Peyton, and I love you guys. Smiley face. Oh, thank you. So my sister has been on maternity leave for four months and is going back to work this coming Wednesday. It's currently Monday. She was out for a walk with her older son and the baby this morning when they came back to their house when they came back to their house, an embroidered kid's baseball hat was in the front of their house. It wasn't there earlier, which was odd, so she picked it up. And on the embroidery said, two days to go, which makes all the sense for her because she goes back to work in two days. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what kind of message the universe is trying to send with this. Maybe it's just a literal Maybe it's just literal or maybe it's deeper. She works at a hospital in Minneapolis. Uh, what do you guys think? I attached a picture. All the love and good vibes. Peyton, did you see the picture I sent it to you? Oh, my God. Dude, that is such a weird. That's such a weird thing to that find. Is, that is horrifying to find. It's like a little cap, a little it's tiny cap. It's a little kid hat and it looks old. And it says two days to go. That would, that would, that would, I would be like, I'm, I'm dead. I'm dead in two days. Like, is that a thing? What is, is that a thing like Cubs fans say? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Two days to go. Baseball? I I don't know. I'm like going to look it up. I, I don't understand two plays to go we only got two more outs to get or something yeah who this is i if i found this in my house i don't know what i would do i think i would just be like okay i have to go rent a cabin in the woods for the next three days (laughs) i i hopefully i don't die there i just am I'm stumped by that. I'm a, a I don't like stumper. it one bit. I don't like it one damn bit. I don't want anyone doing a countdown for when I have to go to work. No. I was looking it up. Go. I couldn't find any specific thing. It, it it truly. If someone knows what two days to go, two days to go means, but it does seem like a silly little like universe kind of message, but maybe. Like you said, not super deep, but yeah, yeah, weird. That is so weird. Very weird. I don't like that one bit. I that freaks me out, man. <laughs> I, that really messed me. I don't like that. Yeah. What the fuck? That's weird. That is two that's days. Gross. Two days. Is it a joke? Is it a friend playing a really funny joke? Is it very funny to you? Is it a really funny joke a friend's playing on you? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? That was like we had some friends when they were, uh, I'm going to sound like such an old lady or a National Geographic Uh. host. They were essentially courting each other, you know, like starting (laughs) to grow their relationship and they would put... They would take like fruits off of various trees or in the neighborhood and carve little eyes and mouths in them and like put little sticks in them to give them horns and stuff. And they would leave them on our stoop. This is when I lived with Mono. 
and on our cars. And Mono and I were like, I think we're getting strangered. This is so scary. <laughs> so we had no idea. As they're like, them romancing one another was playing a prank on you two? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, we were freaking out. We were really freaking out. And I think we brought it up one day around both of them. And they're like, it was us. Oh, that's so We fun. were doing it. And I was like, oh, re- they really got us. They I were, was scared. Were they just waiting for you to say something? Maybe, yeah, yeah. I think even Mono posted it at some point on Instagram of just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, we're getting strangered. We're getting strangered. Um, maybe it, we're done for. Yeah, maybe that's what happened to Peyton's sister. That Yeah, maybe it's like a couple of your friends trying to figure out their relationship and thinking, <laughs> hey, we could uh, kind of flirt while we pull a prank while we confuse people (laughs) yeah while we really confuse people and think they make them think they might be getting killed (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (sighs) ah young love these were great you guys thank you so much for sending them in yes thank you so so much and remember y'all rule don't jump don't hurl your children out of a window do not just do not because you might be getting a letter any day that's good news right yeah right yeah right and even if you don't get that letter don't hurl anybody out the window Mm-mm. unless it's linda <laughs> all right bye <laughs> <laughs> goodbye yeah thank you so much for listening to a funny feeling if you have a paranormal experience that you would like to share please send us a voice memo or you can email us just a letter at funnyfeelingpod at gmail.com I'm Marcy I'm Betsy and don't Don't shit your pants That was a HeadGum Podcast.